We are no longer living life in paradise. It's not a fairy tale. And I am coming from you. This is Daria coming from you from sunny Puerto of Ayarta for a bonus episode. I have my mom, Flo, and my lovely sister, Janelle. And since our podcast is about why did my mama tell me this, we gonna ask a couple of questions to Mama Flo. To see, like, why why weren't we told a couple of questions? So we're going to ask a couple of questions and just, you know, just go with it. So introduce yourself, Ma. I'm Doria's mom, Florence Johnson. Okay, and this is Janelle, my little sister. And again, this is going to be a bonus episode, so it's going to be short and kind of to the point. And so, Mama, I want to know... Why didn't you tell me that my child would get on my last nerves from time to time? Because <laughs> I know we had to get on your nerves. <laughs> well, I think that's all a part of the growing process. Okay. And kids will be kids. That they will. And they will push the envelope that until you stop them. Okay. So... Going through that process, they will get on your nerves sometimes. But you love them. Yes. You love them. Yes. So tell me, what's the one thing Daria did that got on your last nerve? Your very last. Just tip tapping on that nerve. I do not recall... Daria really getting on my nerve. Daria was actually a good kid. See, I hate when she says that because that <laughs> implies that I was the problem kid, which I was. But, you know, it's cool. Whatever. Daria's the golden child. Not. <laughs> so No, it? it wasn't like that. Daria was just uh, easygoing, just mal-mannered. And you, on the other hand were a challenge because no was not in your vocabulary you didn't accept no you want to know why and that is shady d that's shady d (laughs) that's janelle i mean dorian and sometimes when i see dorian doing things i say oh she's like janelle when janelle was young she is my niece That is my niece. I claim her. And I I feel like I live with my sister all over again with the same frustrations. (laughs) But I think I have a better tolerance level than they do because I recognize what it is. So I'm just like, okay, I go with it, whatever. Even though, I mean, Shady D be running out sometimes. But I just be like, see, Florence would have me in the mouth by now. But, you know. Different strokes for different folks, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, Um, what's your next question, Janelle? Okay, so my question is, Mother, um, and you cannot say, oh, you should have been a doctor. That can't be the answer. Okay, real question here. Why didn't you tell me I was going to be so broke as an adult? I did tell you you were going to be broke as an adult if you didn't pick a career that was going to be financially 
conducive to your lifestyle. So when you were young and growing up, I told you and Doria that if you date somebody that work at McDonald's, that's what you're going to get. Unless it's corporate McDonald's. Managers be making like fifty thousand dollars a year. That ain't a bad salary, is it? Depending on where you not in California. I mean, <laughs> my salary is in the fifties. And that's why you broke, because you live in California. <laughs> I was broke when I was living in Louisville, Kentucky too. I wasn't so broke when I was in Nebraska, but rent was like five hundred and sixty dollars, you know? But I was also making I wasn't making that much. Well, my thing is, when you pick a career, you want to pick a career. Like a lot of people go to school for nursing. Right out the back, nurses make a lot of money. They come into that career making a lot of money. Like journalism, for instance. They don't make any money unless you're anchor on a television station. Depending on the market. Depending on the market and depending on if you have an agent. So then you're going to make some pretty good money. Well, I know when I lived in Nebraska, I was offered a position at a television station in Lincoln. And they told me that I made more money than their anchors. And I was making like $36,500. And they offered me $28,000 to come and work at their station. But I had been, but I had also been offered that same day a position in Louisville making $40,000. I was like, I have to go. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, that was for the Nebraska market. So that's what they were making in Nebraska, opposed to Louisville and then opposed to California, where you are now. So. It's a difference. It's about location, location, location. Well, I ain't moving back to Northwest Indiana, so I'll be broke in California. I'm going to be broke where I want to be. Well, you always welcome to come home, Janelle. Nobody want to come home. But I would just like to say for the record that what I've learned in the last year, because I've been through some changes, y'all, and what I've learned is that sometimes it's not about how much you make, it's what you do with it. That's very true. It's all about that budget. Yes. Budget, budget, and budget. And when I stick to my budget, I feel like I am not broke. I, I, that's just how I feel. I feel like I'm not broke. So lately, I haven't been feeling broke because I've made some changes in my financial situation. And it's working out really well. Thank you. You're telling your money where to go. Versus it it's. just doing whatever it want to do. <laughs> yeah, but I, my mama told me sometimes you got to treat yourself. But sometimes I need to not. Well, you're supposed to pay yourself first, whether that be for savings or just for a a day of pampering. So be good to yourself. Mm-hmm. My savings account looking nice right now. Okay. Okay, because I'm I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means? I got my own car that I pay for. I work hard. Two jobs. I'm a bad broad. (laughs) Okay. 
Okay, okay Jamil. Dabria, what's your next question? Um, my next question is revolves around us because I feel like our generation, like you definitely instilled in us to be independent. But how do you wrap teaching someone to be independent but still have that give and take within the marriage? Well, within the marriage, you still got to let your husband lead. Uh, but So why didn't you tell us that? To, to let yes. your husband lead? Yes. Well, I, I thought I, I would show you that. Did I didn't show you that? Did I try not did I try to lead your dad? I mean, I felt like you and dad, at least in my perspective, I feel like you and dad for the most part, when y'all were on the same page, y'all were good. Y'all were a team, I felt like um daddy was, you know, he, I felt like he was generous. Um, and that, you know, he'll always buy you stuff for like Valentine's Day or your birthday, you know, and, you know, doing like little things like that. I don't ever feel like there was a time where I ever saw you just be like, oh, no, you know, hub, husband, we not doing that. You know, if I mean, maybe y'all had that conversation privately, yeah, see, yeah. but, you know, but we didn't see that. But I feel like when it came to dating and guys, I felt like both of y'all's advice was always just have friends. Yeah, don't be don't worried get about nothing dating. serious. Don't get serious and stuff like that. But then once we got out of college, it it's was like, like, okay, when you gonna settle down and get married? And I'm like, but I kind of, I know how to date, but I feel like I haven't been taught how to be how somebody. to be a wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like you said, from day one. I did teach you about being independent. Don't depend on nobody. No, you're a man. Just don't depend on anyone mm-hmm. but yourself. But when you got into a relationship, like me and your dad, I let him be the lead of the household. I let him, you know, make the final decisions. But he took what I had to say in account. Mm-hmm. So that's how we made it work. But as far as you guys, I wanted you guys to, to grow up te- being teenagers and young adults, um, living your best life. Mm-hmm. You know, go to college, enjoy yourself, have fun. Don't get stuck with down and boggled down with a serious relationship because your whole life was ahead of you, mm-hmm. right? So, but as far as being a wife, you got to learn how to that portion too. Aside from watching your parents, your grandparents, your uncles, your auntie, you got to grow into that. That's something that a male and a woman, you two haven't lived together you're coming together so that's things that you need to learn how to figure out okay i just feel like it was kind of hard because you you've been told for so long be independent do it for yourself so when you get with that other person Mm. it's hard not to lead it's hard (laughs) to let that go exactly okay i get it i get that but 
You have to. In order for it to work, you got to step back and give the man a chance to be the lead. Because if you want to be take the man's role, he going to let you. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm not going to let no. I'm going to, hey, baby, have it. Mm-hmm. You the man. And even with me and your dad, oh, you the greatest. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you the best. Even though we had many disagreements, we all know what that is. Mm-hmm. But everybody ain't got to know what's going on but you and that person. Mm-hmm. But let the man lead, and we as women should know our role. Our role is to be their helper. Mm-hmm. Our role is, and if you see them getting a little out out of their realm, you're supposed to pull their coattail. Mm-hmm. You know, which I see you do. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, but that's the part where they're a helper. So, you we're their supporter. And that's how I see it. Okay. Okay. And I think that's the cause of a happy marriage. And then in turn, happy wife, happy life. Everybody's happy. That is very true. That is very true. You got any other questions? Do I have any other questions for my mother here? Um, I do have a question. Because for the longest time, as a young professional, I thought I was, I thought I was crazy. I thought it was me. Like, I was doing something wrong. But then when I started talking to my other young black professional girlfriends, I realized we have some of the same issues in the workplace, no matter where we live, no matter what our fields are. So I would like to know, why didn't you tell me it was going to be so hard to be a young black woman professional? Well, I remember talking about this, too. Black women have to work twice as hard, be the best at what we're doing, because it is hard for the black woman, young woman, older woman, in the job. In the world. In the world. <laughs> and, I te- and I used to tell you guys, wait till you get into the real world. You can't do that. You can't do that. Wait till you get to the real world. So we're in the real world. We can't be cultural shock because this has been going on since back when that's why we got to be our best do our best and perform better than the rest i dropped the mic (laughs) (laughs) thank you mother thank you just be the best that's all and that's what i tell even when i talk to other young women i'd be like what you gonna do what you gonna do with your life you know, whatever you do, be the best at doing it. But then sometimes when you're the best at it, then you can get some mediocre. You get some <laughs> mediocre white woman or white man or somebody who's not black. Like, for instance, I was at this one job and I found out that uh, the gen- the gentleman that I work with who did not have as much job experience as me, who did not have as many degrees as me he was getting paid $2,500 more than me I'm like oh really but you hired me for this position specifically for this skill set that this guy didn't even have but you're paying me less money 
or you have a supervisor who may not know as much about your position and you're trying to, you know, do your your job well and also kind of, you know, hip them to, well, you know, these are the best practices. These are the best. This is the best way to do things. Here's what the analytics are showing me. And, and they call you insubordinate and you haven't done anything but your job, you know. So then you're dealing with those type of attitudes. You have something to say about that before I chime in. You can chime in. Um, I think I will go in with my expertise and show tell them, here's my experience, my degrees, my expertise. I want $2,500 a raise. I want a raise because I have more education, more knowledge of this person. That's all you can do. You got to ask. A closed mouth don't get fed. Mm -mm. I'm going to ask for my raise. I'm in a union, so I get my raise automatically. (laughs) I mean, I got got my little raise this year. You know, I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. I think those are my two questions. Okay. Um, Thank you, Mother, for your answers. Okay, Ma, I have one more, and then we can get it wrapped up. So our show is about marriage, you know, not being a fairy tale. And you and my dad did divorce. For those who may have went through a similar situation, um, how do you move forward? Yes, it's tough. Uh, um, You have to. You have to move forward. I know uh, someone who was recently divorced, and they were depressed. Mm-hmm. They, and then after their divorce, they jumped right back into a relationship, not, not being, not have been able to, um, you know, get in tune with, with themselves. themselves yeah. You know, I feel like people need to enjoy mm-hmm. being single. Mm-hmm. I was married for, what, 27 years. And I had a phobia of getting into any relationship. Mm-hmm. I tell a guy, uh-uh, I've been married for 27 years. It's my time. Mm-hmm. I told countless people that. Mm-hmm. Um I'm still single, but that's by choice. Yeah. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. I'm happy than I ever been as a single woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't mean I don't want to be with anyone. I would love to be with someone. But for divorcees moving forward, I think you just need time to yourself to figure out who you are, what you want to do, and just enjoy being you. That's my advice. Okay. okay. And then if you, you got to love yourself, you can't love nobody else until you love yourself. That's so true. So that's that's what I say about that. Okay. Okay. You got anything? I agree 110%. Yes, because Janelle is happy and single and living her best life, too. I'm living my best life. <laughs> <laughs> ain't going back and forth with... I have to remix it and say, I ain't going back and forth with no... Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Life is too short. It so is. I mean, I like being single out of, I would say, probably all of my friends. I am always the one that's like, I like being single, you know, married or not, whatever. I'm going to be happy. I'm not like, oh, I want to be married. I want to be married. I want to be married. That's just, that's never been me. That's desperate. That's never been me. Well, you know, some people, they hit a certain age and they're like, oh, I got to be married. And then all their friends getting married and having yeah. kids. So it's like, oh, I got to fall in line with everybody else. So the the bridesmaid. Always the bridesmaid. Always yeah. the bridesmaid. Yeah. You know, I, I am, I've started dating and I realized that this is my first time as an adult, like really dating. And it's mm-hmm. hilarious to me. Uh, but I'm enjoying getting to know different people. And now I appreciate all those times my mom said, you know, just get to know people. Just have friends. And I'm like, yeah. But then, you know, sometimes people are not really looking for, looking to just get to know folks or mm-hmm. just saying, okay, well, I'm going out on a date with them. Maybe we don't hit it off romantically, but maybe this is a really cool person and we could just kind of be friends, hang out sometimes. Yeah. You know, some people don't want to do that and that's totally understandable to find some people just looking for a little booty call i recently found out what dtf means which you're just not figuring that out i I mean i didn't dtf means down to f yes I, I I said I need to put on my dating profile. I am not DTF, okay? <laughs> but I am enjoying, you know, getting to know people and just kind of seeing what's out there and putting myself out there because that's new for me. Okay. Well, good luck in your dating. I wish you have fun. Because, yes. I mean, as I always said, ain't nothing wrong with free food and entertainment. Okay, girl. <laughs> having them dates lined up, honey. Yes, yes, I agree. yes. That's yes. what I've always said. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Have fun. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And travel, travel, travel. Yes, yes. All right, so I'm going to wrap it up because we are, my sister is about to hop on her flight. We are coming to an end of our four generations annual trip. Get I know. Get it's four generations week. We don't go to work and we going to get some sleep. Uh-huh. We going party and kick it the whole damn week all right okay so please tune in and listen to us um at it's not a fairy tale on itunes spotify spreaker anchor stitcher google play and wherever else you hear your podcast and you can follow us on instagram at it's underscore not a fairy tale or on twitter at it underscore fairy tale or on facebook at it's not a fairy tale and if you want to email us any topic suggestions fairy moments or advice um you can shoot us an email at it's not a fairy tale 615 at gmail i have one more question for mom can i get some pesos so i can get to the airport <laughs> <laughs> all right we're gonna wrap it up thank you guys bye, bye. bye.